Get this. In Wikipedia, it defines emotions as biological-based psychological states brought on by neurophysiological changes. Say that 10 times fast. Here's the interesting part, though. It says that there are currently no scientific consensus on a definition. So it's pretty much saying scientists can't even define emotions. You know, emotions like you can't put me in a box. I am all over the place. Amen. But today we're going to share with you a little trick, a little tip that'll help you tap in, tune in to those wild emotions. And let me tell you, they got something they want to tell you. What they share just might make your brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. Hey y'all, welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody. I am your host and your emotions right now, right now where you're sitting. Might be trying to tell you something. Are you listening? Are you paying attention? Well, in about 15 minutes, you're going to hear him say something to you. Are you ready? But before we get started, if you are looking for a community to support you on your own mental health journey, find us over at tlbc.co forward slash community. We have a free Discord community happening right now, this very minute. We're sitting there waiting on you. I mean, we've been patient up to this point, but listen, we need you to jump in here. Again, that is tlbc.co forward slash community. Now, what better person to share with us how to really tap in, tune in to your emotions and hear what they're trying to tell you than a combat vet and a former bull rider. Wiley McGraw is with us today, who is now a performance accelerator for leaders and high achievers. And he has this tip, this trick, this tool called an emotional guidance scale. And when he told me about it, I said, well, Wiley, why would I want to scale my emotions? Well, you're going to look at uh, considering how fast paced our society is nowadays. It's almost as if we've turned a healthy, competitive society into a combat zone. And understanding the range of our emotions is actually crucial for resolution and for clarity in purpose and in our abilities and our skills to actually have a very happy, healthy life. Talking about a happy, healthy brain is being able Mm -hmm. to tactically identify the entire scale of emotions. And instead of labeling them as bad or wrong, you know, negative or positive, is just being able to express them, especially with men in in our society Mm -hmm. today. And for me, in in my experiences and understanding the relationships is, Uh, Women that have male partners would be so much more, I would say, excited and happy if their men knew how to just identify whatever emotion they were experiencing at any given moment. But men specifically, they like to use the ego to bypass or circumvent what they're feeling and they harbor it, hold on to it. And then they just have reactions in the relationship, which causes more problems. So if you can tactically identify the entire scale understand how to guide yourself through that, those range of emotions when they happen, how to utilize them in any given moment, just tactically identifying them in itself starts the process of being able to have clarity and create resolution for whatever problem might arise in your life. Now, when I told you that he was a combat vet and a 
bull rider and all this stuff. You might have been having all these stereotypical things up in your brain thinking, that doesn't sound like somebody who'd be talking about tapping into my emotions. Sounds a little woo-woo. Wiley, in your experience dealing with people, maybe there's some resistance around paying attention to your emotions. Because as a culture, we kind of like that masculine energy, right? And leaning into what you're talking about, hmm, that might make us uncomfortable. Correct. And the reason why we have such resistance is because we have a society that has built itself around limitation and labels. And here's the thing, being a combat veteran, I will tell you the only place you should actually give yourself permission to really kind of hold off on expressing, expressing or feeling emotion is, is in a combat zone. But why are we looking at society as a combat zone? Why have we created it as a very tribalistic, uh, compartmentalized uh, way of living with each other? And that's not how you should operate in relationships. So yeah. it, the grounded aspect of it is, can you identify, tactically identify where you're at and be able to express it? Think how we raise our children, how we were raised. Use your mouth. Tell me how you feel. Share what is coming up for you. But the, for some reason, when we become adults, it suddenly becomes weakness to, to express mm. oneself. Mm. And then we identify, well, if he's angry, that's a negative, bad emotion. And we don't actually dig into why that anger might be showing up and what situation they're in that even stimulated that anger, especially considering veterans or people that are in abusive relationships, et cetera. So we're working from home now. We have more domestic violence on the rise. It's because people do not know how to identify where they're really at and know how to express it without feeling like they're going to be pushed back upon with, with what you said is that resistance of, well, that's kind of woo-woo. Well, at the end of the day, it's not woo-woo. It's about grounding yourself and being able to identify and express those and not making it wrong or bad, just making it what it is and then moving from there for resolution. Now, you can connect with Wiley on LinkedIn, and he'll send you over his scale. He told me he would. It's linked in the show notes. But I wanted him to dig into a little bit. How does he use this to tap in to what his emotions are trying to tell him? It, it really identifies the entire spectrum of emotions. So understanding that they're all there for a reason. There's no accident that we have the range from joy to despair or depression and everything mm. in between. Uh, again, we look at it as, well, we have to stay up in these higher vibrational emotions, happiness, joy, peace. We try to push ourselves there. And sometimes we're just not there. So the idea yeah. that we try to circumvent or hack our way to those happy feelings is actually a, almost like a facade. And that's why yeah. many people don't really feel fulfilled in life, even though they might be portraying this light side of themselves. And they've avoided all the other aspects of those emotions, the deeper ones like frustration, irritation, anger rage, um, whatever we want to label it and understanding that they're there for a reason. Hmm. Well, if we don't identify them first and foremost, and then learn how to really just share them. Hey, look, I'm angry, man. It feels better than just being angry about something and then having reactions to stimuli in my relationships or wherever I go. When you can identify them, then you can understand where you're at in any given moment. And you don't become chronically stuck in that emotion. You don't become yeah. chronically stuck in anxiety. You don't become depressed chronically and consistently. We don't have disease that forms from that because people get caught in the limitation or the labeling of something and they don't know how to get out of it because nobody knows how to guide them out of it. Mm. And they've never been taught how mm. to guide themselves out of it. They've been taught, well, anger is wrong. If you're angry, something's wrong with you. But if you're happy, that's a good thing. So we have right. to look at how do I tactically identify where I'm at and then express it and then move from there. I know if you're nosy like me, you just really got to know how he went from like bull riding to doing this kind of work. I mean, can we just take a break real quick and dig into that? Uh, at a very young age, I started to notice the dynamics in my family. I started to pay attention to 
the uniqueness of, of what was going on in my relationship with my siblings and my parents and how I was being utilized in that dynamic. And for me, I realized that stress was not just something that happens to me. There's a lot more to it. And I found mm -hmm. that when I was this happy-go-lucky kid, I was basically suppressed and told not to be that way. Or I was created, there were situations created that pushed me away from constantly being this, this happy, fun, passive, loving guy that I was as a young child. So as I identified that and I grew up being a star athlete, playing baseball, having to push from my dad and all the, uh, the coaches that I had to just be perfect and be my best, it never felt right. So I pushed myself beyond the sports world into bull riding to really challenge myself to really expand who I was. And I started to really identify what it meant to actually express oneself and really be aware of any given moment, why I feel the way I feel and what it actually means to me to feel mm -hmm. that and what I can utilize that for, for benefit versus detriment. So, and then the military came knocking and in the military, when I went to war, I really discovered my own kind of innate uh, gift or ability to really identify blind spots, understand stress optimally learn how to eradicate those things so that we can optimize performance. It just became a passion of mine to study more about myself and then uh, build a business around that gift and that skill. And it just naturally evolved from there where I started working with veterans. I started being passed along referral to like high profile uh, professionals from celebrities and athletes and doctors and lawyers. And, and, and from there, it just it evolved and became this beautiful thing that I do now. All right, back to topic at hand. I wanted to use an example. Let's say your girl here gets frustrated. Y'all know I don't ever get frustrated. No, 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 that, that, that never happens. But when I get frustrated, how would I use a scale like this, paying attention, identifying my emotions to, I guess, help me move through it? Sure, there's, there's so much more involved in an emotion than just what you feel. Like I said, tactically identify that emotion. Instead of trying to leap away from it because it doesn't feel good, give ourselves that permission to go, here's where I'm at. I'm going to express where I'm at. I'm going to identify why I might be frustrated. What's going on around me or within me or simultaneously both that is even causing me to have this frustration to begin with. Allow that space to sit for a moment and then do something about it once you've identified why it's showing up for you. What we have is people feel something and if they don't like the way they feel, they try to get away from it. It's just... I, I don't want to feel this. So I want to move myself away from it. This is just one facet of understanding the level of human performance when it comes to being optimal in your life and in your business is going, where am I feeling this specific emotion? And then what does it mean for me? What am I trying to identify, tactically identify that, and then experience yourself looking for ways to create resolution because you've been able to identify it. Until you identify it, you can't jump away from it. You're just going to suppress it so to speak. Mm. You're going to hold it back and then you're going to hope things just naturally go away and they never do. So what we have is we have society of people, especially people that are high achievers that are creating so much in the world. They kind of overlook and circumvent these things, these life experiences that cause them sure. to feel. And then they, they go off and feel like, well, because I have money and notoriety, I'm successful, but their relationships are suffering. Their health is suffering. They're unfulfilled and unsatisfied and they're constantly looking for more. So back to your question is, if you can sit and tactically identify that emotion and understand what is the reason I'm feeling this right now? What does it mean for me? Let me look around me. Let me look within. Then something can actually be done about it. But until you can just ground yourself in that moment, you're only going to feel something you don't want or you're only going to feel something you do want. And you're not going to be able to identify what it actually means for you. And you might get stuck somewhere 
and then wonder why nothing's changing for you. Wally, now listen, sometimes you be getting frustrated on the regular. If I got some anxiety on the regular, is there anything uh, to pay attention to when there are reoccurring emotions? If you have a reoccurrence of this, one of the things that I've identified, and I could talk for days on this, is identifying the difference between acute and chronic stress. And if you have reoccurring acute stresses, so to speak, that cause that similar emotion to keep showing up, clearly there's something that's unresolved within you or there's something going on around you that needs to be addressed and resolved instead of just, I would say, uh, normalized or accepted. But until you do anything about that, you're going to consistently have reoccurring. Now, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have frustration and different experiences throughout your life. Stress is a normal part of life, but it's identifying the difference between the stress you can manage and utilize for your optimal performance versus the stuff from life's experiences that have created those undetectable patterns of doubt, fear, and cautiousness that cause you to only want to escape to feel good emotions and avoid all the ones that don't feel right. Now, I love that he said that the intent of this is so we can do something about it. We identify our emotions, notice the calls, and then we're prepared to, you know, do something about this. But here's the situation. What if I don't know what to do about it? You might be surprised if you give yourself permission to actually sit with that emotion that the solutions come to you. Dang so it, we, I don't like that answer. You're so right. <laughs> we all <laughs> Well, here's the thing. We oh, we overthink. We are we are we have literally rewarded the servant, which is the mind. Albert Einstein said it, said it best. The intuitive mind is a gift. The rational, logical mind is the servant. We have built a society that rewards the servant and has completely uh, ignored the All gift. Right. And we get super stuck in thinking too much. We get so stuck in the process of th thinking that we're going to solve the problem and get out of it quickly that we never actually delve into it and actually find the answers or solutions we're looking for. Make sure you connect with Wiley at timetoerupt.com. And also his LinkedIn is in the show notes. Again, you can grab his emotional guidance scale. Before we go, Wiley, anything else? This is something that I've spent as a man growing up in the, in the type of staunch, stoic, black and white Scottish family that I grew up in is people identify emotions as weakness instead of strength and being able to just give yourself that moment to go, I'm, I'm feeling this. And be okay with what you're feeling instead of trying to get away from it is, is the key to really understanding the emotion and understanding why it's even there. And if you can give yourself that, that comfort, so to speak, of being uncomfortable, that's the key is can you be comfortable in the discomfort of an emotion, regardless of what it is, mm -hmm. you will find that things will show up for you naturally, people will show up for you, you'll find that you have your own solutions within to really move yourself to that next step. Because if you're angry and you're trying to get to joy, it's never going to work. But if you're angry and you just move yourself to frustration, you'll find that you become more empowered little by little. And you'll be surprised how much more accelerated you can actually get to joy when you give yourself that permission to take one step at a time after you've tactically identified that. Give yourself permission to take one step at a time. Listen, we got to take one step at a time anyway. We might as well give ourselves permission to do it. Amen. Anybody in the back. Listen, y'all, I want you to find me over on Instagram at happybrainfm. And let me know what you would love to hear us address on this show. Again, that is at Happy Brain FM. It's linked in the show notes as well. And listen, whether it is bullying grief, shaking your booty, <laughs> or using an emotional guidance scale, we just hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. 
And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. 